Hello, everybody, and we are back with Legends of Wild Mount. Uh, some announcements before we begin, though. Um, December 16th is quickly approaching, uh, so that's in two weeks. So in two weeks, on Wednesday night at 10.30 p.m. Eastern Time, is our Christmas one-shot, our yearly Christmas one-shot. Um, this year we're doing Gremlins. That's all you need to know. Uh, and then the last stream of the week um, in those two weeks is Thursday, December 17th. Uh, and then after that, after our Icewind Dale campaign that week, um, the channel is going offline until the 30th of December. So from the 18th to the 30th, well, the 29th, there won't be any sessions, but the 30th we'll be back for sessions. So tune in, have fun, come back. Yeah, podcast being updated, so if you're listening to the podcast, it's slowly being updated. Um, the move and everything put the backlog real far back, so we're only like four episodes behind, and I release those every week, and maybe it'll be easier on me if we're just four episodes behind instead of an episode behind every week. That way I won't worry about catching up. Super, yeah. Anyways, if you want to check out our podcast, you can do that at Podbean, Spotify, and other podcasts. Pretty easy. If you don't want to sit and watch a three-hour video, and in this case, almost a two-hour video, uh, you can just listen to it instead. Um, what else? What else? What else? What else? Soldiers of the Lich Queen is back, so you can tune in for that Sundays at 5.15 p.m. Eastern Time. Come watch me play my piece-of-shit wizard. Um, just trying to be better. He's trying. But things just... Keep irking him. Uh, when he said he sticks it, he sticks it out. He stays, you know, stays there. Tries to not die. Last week's something. Anyways, um, yeah, something happened last session. He's not happy about. Anyways, we'll see if he goes back to being evil. Anyways, um, that 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 that. That's it. So, last we left off, you all ended up in the barbed fields of Jorhas after using the teleportation scroll handed to you by those green hags of Malaysmir. You ended a little off track, 94 miles out into the barbed fields, and made your trek to Horswasana to return this Beacon of the Luxon, in the hope of some sort of reward from the Bright Fane, perhaps. <clears throat> you traveled, encountered two strange storms, a zombie ferret, and a, a roving patrol of the Aurora Watch. Most notably, one of these members' names was Kieran, and he agreed to escort you all to Rosanna. During travel, though, the following day, the final day of your travel, a gloomstalker swept down from one of these spires and attacked the party, snatching up Talindra after letting out this stunning shriek and lifted her up into the sky, in which it was quickly knocked out of the sky by Enoch, but unfortunately, along with the gloomstalker's crit against Talindra and the falling damage, Talindra unfortunately perished. Just fallen damage to Talindra. 
Uh, almost perished from falling damage previously. Anyways, you all took Talindra's body a few days, about a day or so, travel to Rosana and into the Lucid Bastion, in which Kieran said, if we, you know, there needs to be a way, you know, trying to tell you guys that this might not work, you guys have nothing to offer, blah, 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 blah. Even though Lindek was saying, I'm a member, I'm an Equinite, I'm a member of the Aurora Watch myself, but just no, aside from that, just no uh, proof to, you know, there's no proof that uh, Lindek was as closely knit with uh, who he said he was. So, you produced the Beacon of the Luxon as your proof. And that is where we left off with Kieran walking into through the doors into the Bright Queen's Cathedral, leaving you all alone in the hallway for a few moments. Lindak. Yeah. What's going on? There's something else going on with you. Well, not really, but I'm, I'm, I'm surprised he didn't know who I was. I mean, you just you're right. I, I'm out of uniform, so they wouldn't recognize me, I suppose. But you know, I mean, look at me. I'm, I'm so much different than anybody else in this area that I thought they would have recognized me. But uh, not what I mean. I mean, <laughs> you've kind of. Uh, you haven't had the cool head that you usually do. You kind well, of been a little. I mean, obviously, you know, Talindra's dead. Which I mean, we're all affected in different ways. But her death just—it took me by surprise. I was not. Was not expecting that, and it just I'm I'm just hoping that somebody in with the Queen is there that knows who I am. Hmm. Well, that's all that, that's really all it is. I, I'm I have been in the room with the queen before. I've been in there before, but never without Varen. Like I, I work for him. I'm just stand back behind him. They, this uh, uh, actually, I uh, am anticipating having to talk to my queen, and I am a, a little nervous. So I'm sorry if I, you're right, I blew up. I, I, even, lied. I even lied. We're not, there's, there's no relationship per se, like, but. My boss, my actual boss 
is the dust captain. Um, not not Tascan Varen. Varen is my assignment, shall we say, even though we've been together for like 10 years. My actual boss is Kana uh, Krin. Um, she is the leader of the Aurora Watch, right? She is the Bright Queen's lover. Uh, sorry, Enoch and I aren't from the area. We don't have a lot of context. I imagine Tal might be able to fill in some gaps, but I mean... Tal's not here. He, well, I mean... Sorry, I'm, like I said, I'm a little nervous. <laughs> he points to her body. Well, I mean... <laughs> um, as you're all talking, and Enoch's kind of holding Talendra, the doors open, and Kieran's like, come in, and do not speak unless you've been spoken to. Okay. And he turns and starts walking into the Cathedral of the Bright Queen. Darn. I'll walk he's in. gonna make sure to have towel, and he's mm -hmm. gonna, like, as he's walking, kind of brush some of the hair and the dirt from her face, make her look yeah. alright. Okay. Then... Lindax kind of doing that to himself. He was in the same mud she was. Okay. As you enter, the throne room of the Bright Queen is entered through these very heavy stone doors, leading into a colossal octagonal chamber made of semi-opaque gray stone, about 120 to about 150 feet across and 200 feet high. It rises to a gradual point like an inverse pyramid, with harsh edges and elongated jagged ridges that cut upward along the surface like climbing ice. At the highest peak of the room, there is a ten-foot sphere suspended by heavy white chains emanating a bright white light, like a small captured star illuminating the chamber with bright, pure white moonlight. The room contains a lifted dais, and on top of that are three more elevated platforms and staircases leading up to them. The central raised platform is higher than the other two. It is a heavy, it has a heavy wide staircase that ascends up to the top where there are five chairs. In the center, one massive bright white crystal throne rises about 13 feet from its base. Before it is a bright platinum wireframe construct of a dodecahedron on a waist-high pillar. In this crystal throne, you see a drow woman with dark blue-gray skin, waist-length white hair, and turquoise eyes. She wears a warrior dress made of crystal and mithril chain and a headdress of three white crystal ibex-like horns that curve back past her shoulders. Um, there are other figures sitting there. Let me pull up their descriptions. Uh, as soon as Lindak sees the queen, he's going to fall to one knee and bow his head okay. and stay like that. Yeah, Kieran does the same. Just uh, I guess Gravel's going to see that and just kind of like... Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Enoch is continuing to walk. Right, because he can't see. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, <laughs> he doesn't know mm -hmm. where he's going. Okay. One of the Sorry. other figures uh, sitting in the chair um, is a withered still. is a withered ancient elder female goblin with strings of hair that dangle down two and a half feet almost to her toes, wrapped in wrinkled and billowing dark blue and black robes. Um. That's all that's here right now. And 
Okay, here we go. Hello, people of... Well... Where are you from? All of you. I know where one of you is from, kind of looking at Tillander's corpse, but the rest of you I am unfamiliar with. Um... <laughs> you go ahead, Carmel. You go ahead. You go ahead. Uh, I am from a small town called Stonecrop. Mm. Of the Underdark. He squints at her. Yeah. I'm sorry for your loss. Hmm. He thinks, you can tell he's thinking of a question that he wants to ask her, but he doesn't think this is the time. Okay. So he's just going to, like, go. Okay. Um, I'm Enoch from the Sirius Mountains. Ah, Empire. Uh, Sort of, of, my, yeah, yeah. And you. And Dak looks up. My queen. My name is uh, Lindak Hardorum. Ah, Lindak. I know who you are. Apologies. I am not used to seeing my Aurora watch out of their armor. Not, nor covered in mud, I assume, my queen. Of course. Kieran tells me you all have a gift for me. A beacon. Uh, my queen. We do. Uh, yeah, we have something for you. I mean, yes. Present it. May I stand, my queen? You may. And as you do, like, there's, like, a bunch of fucking Aurora Watch soldiers in here. Like, hundred or so. There's kind of up in the ramparts, all around the floor, just kind of keeping guard. Um, Lindak reaches into his pouch and uh, brings it out. You'd expect gasps of surprise and everything at seeing a beacon presented to them. No, there isn't. And the queen goes, interesting. You are not the first individuals to come into these halls with a beacon of the Luxon to hand it over to us. Kieran mentioned it was found in Empire Lands. That's two of these beacons now found in Empire Lands. Yes. Um, for perhaps a little bit of clarity, uh, this, uh, artifact seems to have been there quite a long time, perhaps even before the current empire was even established, so I I wouldn't say that this one 
was originally under your mm. um, net uh, umbrella um, mm, rule. But the, this story does indeed start with me. I, uh, uh, I'm a locksmith. I uh, happened to um, receive word that there was an interesting artifact in a ruin uh, in the north eastern who, part of the continent. Who gave you this word? Um, under threat of death, I am not um, uh, at liberty to say. Um, we can uh, ensure that doesn't happen. Um, that said, this person also is a somewhat friend of ours that I don't know. Um, yeah, we we we, we can hash that out. Um, uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, and he looks over at <laughs> Lindak as if to say, "Save me." Kieran, take the Luxon, please. Kieran nods, stands up, and holds out his hands to Lindak. Lindak places it in his hands. Kieran nods. You can see he's a little nervous. He turns and starts to walk. And he holds up to the Bright Queen and she just waves a hand and it rises up into the air into that spherical kind of wireframe uh, dodecahedron and it just disappears. <clears throat> you have returned something that means a great deal to my people. And as such, I can give you one favor in return. What do you seek from me? Is that a, a favor each or a favor as a group? A favor as a group. My queen, can you... He looks to Gravel and kind of nods toward Talindra. Gravel will, like... <laughs> He's... He's a little, uh, kind of, he's thinking he's fucking dead. <laughs> so he's just like, yeah, okay. My lady, my queen, we lost one of our members. A very important part of our group. One who saved our lives more times than I can even remember. What is her name? Her name is Talindra. And she is one of my people. Did she belong to a den? She does, my queen. Daviana. Daviana. Hmm. Kieran, yes, my queen, please do something for me. Go fetch Arid and Syndra, please. They can verify this claim. Uh, our friend, the one that is currently deceased, 
She wished her name to be secret. Her parts of her family are currently after her. Oh, we know much about the children of Malice, if she is indeed Daviana. The children of Malice do not come into this place. We do not make deals with the children of Malice. Her secret will be kept safe if she chooses. Uh, yeah, okay. And <clears throat> Kieran bolts off, and after about ten minutes or so, he comes back with these two drow, um, very elegant-looking, like bluish silks, like, kind of with high collars and white hair. Uh, the man has like, like a little bit of a goatee. Uh, the mother kind of has long hair that comes down in braids across her shoulders. Um, and they come in, and they and their bow, and Bright Queen says, uh, "Avery Sindra, can you confirm that this is your child?" And they kind of walk over and they see, and they both nod solemnly. And she turns to the parents and says, "Was she consecuted like the both of you?" And they both shake their head, no. Good. Then what your friend, what her friends ask, is possible. Kieran, take these three. And the Davianas down underneath this chamber to the ritual room. That is all. You may leave. And Kieran was like, this way. <clears throat> Thank you, my queen. <laughs> yeah. Rigidly waddling out. <laughs> And, Kieran, and he'll 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 make sure to like kind of tug Enoch in the right directions too. <laughs> to play yeah, Marco Polo with yeah. travel at Enoch. All right, yeah, he'll follow. Okay. And uh um Kieran's like everyone okay. Hey, that went pretty good. Yes, thank you. Yeah, unless uh they cast some type of spell on us and he'll just Make sure to do non-detection on himself again. <laughs> All right, this way. And he turns corners, going down a hall, makes another turn, <clears throat> down these massive, just prismatic like halls. Um, and he starts, he, there's a stone door, he kind of opens and starts walking down these stone steps. I love following him. Yeah. Yeah. Gravel. I would like to check for traps. No what? <laughs> uh, yeah, Lindag, what's up? I never had considered what you considered that this wasn't one of the missing Luxon beacons, but a, a new and different one. Well, I mean, just based on the architecture and the time timing oh. and everything. Oh, I agree, absolutely. It just hadn't even occurred to me until you said Is there that. another one missing? Uh, <laughs> and he just kind he, of looks Kieran's, Kieran's like, yes. 
Oh. Hmm. So I guess you guys got a plus one then? Seems like it, yes. That's good. I thought you guys found one of them stolen ones, but I guess not. Hmm. Oh, yes. And Kieran brings you down the stairs completely into a dark chamber. Before you are two of these drow priests in long, flowing white robes. They're just kind of like lighting incense and stuff, lighting candles, purple candles. Um, in the center of the chamber is a stone slab that is shaped like an octagon. And the priests turn and they say, Ah, yes, you must be here for the... Is she being consecuted? No, she's being brought back to life. Interesting. Would she like to be consecuted? And the parents kind of interrupt before anybody says anything and says, that is her decision to make. And he goes, right, right, you're just checking. Please lay her out on the table or on the slab. Uh, it's over here, Enoch. Thank you. Uh, yeah, Lindek will lead him over to the table. I don't know how close he was. Jesse. Put her head down and kind of step back a bit. Um, I assume the parents were the closest to her, so I ask the parents to light the candles on each of the points of the octagon, please. The parents nod and they start to light each of the candles and they step back. Uh, so, the ritual to call a soul back to a body is more difficult the longer the soul has been away. How long has your friend been dead? Uh, I think two days. Three days? What? We'll just be safe and say it's three. Alright. Kind of like looks over and as like this light you can kind of see more details of Talender. She's her, it's very bruised where she fell. Um, doesn't look great. Um, Blood's pooling. Yeah, she felt like sixty feet. There's a there's a little bit of a smell because like yeah, it's been a couple days, so it doesn't take long for that stuff to set in. Um, and he says, now just just so you know, um, and if you're thinking what I'm thinking, you know, just did the funeral right, so she can't be turned on dead, so she'll still stink and stuff. Um, oh, oh, right, yeah. It was. It, it wasn't, wasn't the other it one. It wasn't the other no, one. No, it wasn't general repose. Yeah. It wasn't yeah. general okay. repose. Yeah. Um, okay. So, rit rituals like this tax the casters greatly, and as such, sometimes things don't work out. Sometimes the soul might not be willing to return. Sometimes the ritual just fails. If she does, if the ritual does fail. The Bright Queen has promised that she could be buried here in the Blue Sebastian, along with her ancestors, as a great honor for returning one of the beacons to us. She turns to the parents, is that alright with you if that happens? They nod. Good. I need each of you who are here, three of you precise, to make contributions. That can be offering up a trinket, saying a prayer, anything you can think of to 
entice her spirit back into its body. Um, Enoch will step up and he will drop his bag and his shield and his morning star. And he'll take the drum that he has and he'll remove the amulet exposing it like in full glory, essentially. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And he'll get as close as he can, but not like intruding on that space, but as close as he can. And he's going to be playing um, his tribes or his herds song of the probably like what they would play like if someone like has a child, like so like, like a coming to age or like a birthing kind of song, like something like a joyous, so not like sad, but something uplifting. Um, and it's going to be the deep rhythm of the drum that he's going to be starting to kind of play that. Okay. Uh, as you're doing this, the, the other priests kind of just walking around with burning incense and candles. And the, the priest at top spoke to you. He takes a diamond out of his pocket and puts it on Talindra's forehead and just kind of holds it there, channeling radiant energy into it. I'd like you to roll me a performance check, Enoch. Okay. Um, 18. 18. All right. So part of this ritual, this hour-long ritual, you're playing your drum. Mm -hmm. And the priest goes, uh, someone else can contribute now, if you'd like. Lindak says, uh, I have no material objects to give, but I I love the Luxon and I will say a, a prayer to the Luxon to uh, facilitate the uh, return of our friend. And uh, Lindak starts a prayer and uh, makes it heartfelt and... Well, what does that prayer sound like? Oh, holy Luxon, um, we thank you for all that you do for us and all that you've done. And we uh, ask you in all uh, with all gratitude to please uh, grant our friend your favor and help her return to us as uh, we believe she should and we hope you believe she should as well she has saved our lives numerous more times than I care to remember. And uh, she uh, uh, produces uh, heavenly music, Lord. And uh, please, dear, holy Luxon, 
please grant us this favor. Roll me a religion check, please. What was it? Yeah. What'd you get? <laughs> I got a 10. Oh, okay, cool. Okay. One Can nine. you guys not hear me? Oh, we heard you just... Uh, yeah. I don't know. No, I got a plus nothing on religion. Okay. I rolled a ten. So. Um, <laughs> it looks like gravel. Yeah. Gravel will take out the wyvern poison. Mm -hmm. Hold it in his hand. Um, they say that there's supposed to be some type of balance to this universe. Uh... This is a sacrifice of future potential to kill. And instead, I wish it to bring someone back. And he'll put it in the vial mm -hmm. in her hand. Okay. Um, your words could be as sweet as honey, but as fierce as poison. I saw it myself. Perhaps this, if successful, will make your tongue a little sharper. <laughs> Anyway, it's a thought. Okay. As you place the wyvern poison in her hand, uh, it, it starts to also become part of the ritual as one of the components. Uh, roll me a persuasion check. Fifteen. Okay. The diamond on Tillander's forehead starts to glow bright. Bright, 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 bright. Um, and then the diamond starts to... And it shatters. And it shatters. The diamond dust coats her entire body. Time starts to pass and pass. Not near the hour yet, but the ritual starting to coalesce and condense. Enoch's drumming kind of gets more intense as the ritual goes on, almost like it's something else also controlling Enoch, not just Enoch himself. And you all briefly catch a glimpse of this entity standing behind Enoch, but it's just a brief, it's the briefest of outlines. Um, like we we see it at the corner of our eye, and when we look, it's, it's not gone. there anymore. Yeah. yeah. Um, and just for a second, you swear you see little beads of light 
under his bandages, but then those are gone too. And as the diamond dust settles, I will send you all the result of the Resurrection DC. Left dice is the requirement. Right dice is the rolled result. Just so no one knows I'm lying. And the candles all flicker, the diamond dust dissolves underneath the skin. The vial of wyvern acid also disintegrates into dust and underneath the skin. And Tilindra, you come back to life with one hit point. Muted. But unfortunately, you have negative four to all your ability scores. So you need four long rests to fix that. Okay. Or something can gasp, or greater restoration. Okay. I'm just sort of like catching my breath and I look around at everyone and I, I just, what is. And you can see your parents, <sighs> you can see your parents standing off to the side. Yeah. Um, I, yeah, I look at my friends first and, and I'm just sort of like, what, what, and then I notice my parents and I just sort of like, pause and uh she doesn't know quite what to say so she just kind of nods at them a bit mm -hmm. and goes um what what is happening Sandra. we returned the uh bright light yeah she's alive you know um, i heard her i heard her yeah she's <laughs> She's here. He tosses the drum and he stands <laughs> up and he like moves toward the altar mm -hmm. like as fast as he can, even if he's stumbling, pushing past yeah. people and he's gonna go for a hug. He's probably gonna like sideswipe, oh. but he's gonna try to go for a Am hug. Am I yeah. still sore? You're you're still sore, yeah. Oh. Um he'll throw as he hugs the embrace, he'll throw tin lay on hands. Oh wonderful. Sorry, how much did I, I, sorry, I should have written this down, but you when I one. came back, I had four hit points, one, one hit point. Uh, and, and you just gave me four, with how many? Ten. Uh, ten. Ten, okay, the, so I have The eleven. four was, you have negative four to all dice rolls until you have four That's long rests. That's what you're right. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Each long rest, that number goes down by one. Um, I look at the, um, the priest and I say, um, thank you. Um, you're most welcome. Generally, this place is used for consecution purposes, uh, but we adapted for the situation. I, I appreciate it. I thank you. Just thank you. Hey, do you want to be consecuted? They they said you could. Uh, you right are now? you are of a noble den. Uh, well, I'm not planning on staying for very long. I don't know if there would be any point to it. Of course. But I thank you for the opportunity. And for the great service you have done for our people, I hear, with bringing us a beacon. Thank you. I, it was my pleasure. Um, of course. I look to my parents and I say, were you involved in the ritual? Your father nods, yes. I was slightly. Uh, we just lit the candles. Your friends seem to handle everything rather well. Yeah, they are good friends. 
Carl's gonna look around. Okay. I see what happened with that poison. It's gone. Consum- <laughs> consumed in the ritual. Uh, so she just has like an empty vial. Not even a vial. The vial's gone too. Oh, wow. Oh, okay. Interesting. Okay. That lowered your DC by a fuck ton. <laughs> Do you want to know what, what your DC? I'll, I'll message. I'm gonna message Garrett what his DC was at the start and what it became, just for fun. But yeah. Um. Uh. You. Are you all right? Uh. Uh. Yes. I. I. I'm a bit sore and a bit frazzled, but yes. I. I. I think I'm okay. Is and it, I look or anywhere. To, Go on, go ahead. I I was just going to, I look to my parents and I say, thank you. Thank you. Do you need help? I look to my friends. Do you need help? I could help you. Get down. Do you want me to carry you? I carried you before. Oh, get down off of, uh, sure. Uh, Are you sure? (laughs) He like heaves her up very much like a the bridal carry. Gravel's Thank gonna, you. Gravel's gonna go over to the priest and be like, "Hey, uh, is there some place we can stay, and rest, and like an inn nearby oh, or a of tavern?" Course. There's inns in town, but uh, from what I've gathered, uh, the queen did want to see you one last time after this ritual. Oh. Hmm. Uh. Hey, so you don't get to miss out missing the queen or seeing the queen. No. You've done a great mm. service, so. Uh, if she would like to see me, I will see her. Absolutely. I look forward to it. She wants to see me now. Yes. All right. She just rang. Okay. Is everyone else ready then? As, as we turn to leave, Lindak uh, would actually bow to the priest and nod to Talindra's parents as they, nod, they leave. They, they nod back. Uh, Talindra and your friends, uh, before you leave the city, would you be interested in coming home for a dinner, perhaps? Would you, would you want me home for dinner? Why wouldn't we? All right. As as long as you understand that I I didn't come to stay. Oh, of course. We don't expect anything different. Then I will come. Wonderful. And they smile. Thank you for bringing our daughter back. Thank you for having her. Yeah, don't, don't mention it. Garvin wants to do an insight check on him. Go for it. Because <laughs> they've been pretty tight lips, and uh, he's curious. Twenty-two. They're tight lips. They don't know you that well, but they seem genuine. Okay. Not just some people trying to. Nope. Okay. Or there's really good actors. Mm. 
They're my parents. <laughs> exactly. True. Yeah. Yeah. Don't mention it. She's a friend. Good. And they uh, will be at home. I I pray you still know where it is, little town. I think I can recall. And they nod and they walk out of the up the stairs. And the priests are like washing the blood and mud off of the altar with just like presentation and stuff. I suppose we have a, a queen to visit. Yeah. You might want to do some stretches. You seem a bit stiff before we Yeah. And I imagine yeah. we probably don't want you I mean, we don't want you getting carried into there. I, I, I think I'm okay. Um I'm assuming you've put me down. <laughs> no. Oh, I think I can stand. I think uh... as he slides her off, he's gonna throw a cure wounds. <laughs> okay. Oh. You know, oh, six. So nine. You know, nine, you, okay. you definitely felt that presence behind you too when you were playing the drum. And when you were playing the drum, it wasn't just your hands playing the drum. There were another set of hands on top of yours. Just. Well, your hands. Oh shoot! That's not what I wanted to do. Oops. Totally like ghost. Just. The Patrick Swayze goes maybe. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You Demi Moore. That's awesome. <laughs> Not funny. I'm the Demi Moore in my deities. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's so funny. Um, but you all make slowly make your way up the stairs. Um, the cure wounds so, yeah. and lay on hands definitely takes out any stiffness and soreness and wounds. Um, yeah, I'm feeling. Better, not quite myself, but hopefully well enough to see the queen. I know that uh, this is your queen. Don't know if you've seen her before, but it's quite intimidating, fair warning. I imagine I've seen her before, yeah. Oh yeah, you're in one of the noble dens, 100%. Yeah. Would I, do, would I have seen her like regularly or just like sort of on special occasions? Special occasions. Like, okay. Uh, I, I've seen her before, um, mm. but not in this sort of, uh, with this closeness, I don't think, so. Um, yeah, maybe yeah. you should do the talking, because the other two ate their words a couple I, times. I'll talk, uh, I, I'll try to do the talking, yes. Uh, yeah, uh, we supposedly returned one of their things, and I don't know what. They're a little prickly. Maybe you can crack that nut. I don't know. I don't what, know. what? Sorry. So what? What happened before was you gave them the luxon, mm. and and uh, you were our favor. Oh, I see. So we are trying to get some protection. Is that? Uh, I think... Well, I mean, I it. They wanted to know uh, our mutual acquaintance's name that put us on the trail to the beacon um but i mean that's i feel like saying his name would be kind of a death sentence for me so i'm kind of avoiding it but i know that can't really get anywhere without saying it and if i don't want but i i'm kind of hoping that you know i can talk with him later i don't know i just don't want to 
you're trying to get as much without saying the name basically yeah i'm trying to figure out some type of uh some type of reward that i can hand off to him or some type of i don't know um protection in some form or maybe a, a lead on another artifact or that might not need to be a Luxon, something that might be useful to our mutual acquaintance. Right. Sorry, out of character, I'm forgetting do did I were you did I did you tell me who who told you this? Do I okay, what's his yeah, name again? It came Vox. Vox, right. We yes. came we came clean. Yeah, he came clean about the contract uh yeah, I just During, couldn't. I couldn't remember. Yeah. Who told me the actual name. Okay. Yeah. It, yeah. We pretty we sure all knew. It was post. It was after. It was that session that Lundak wasn't here. Mm -hmm. It was whenever we were in the tunnel discussing, and Enoch right, kind of got yeah. upset because it was all yeah. part of. He thought it was a lot more important than it really was. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it was important, but yeah. <laughs> so right, that okay, was whenever okay. he came. He mm -hmm. came clean about everything. Yeah. All right. So I'll. I'll explain to her that we are trying not to um, make any enemies and we would like something we could trade him. Does that sound? Yeah, or a lead on. In, or a lead. On some type of artifact or item that similar, would be. Well, not similar, uh, but. That would be of significant value. Um, All right, I think, I think we could at least make that argument to her and see what she says. All right, where are, where are we in terms of, uh, are we, are we're on our way mm -hmm. to the queen? All right. This is while Tolindor was doing some stretches really quick to limber up. <laughs> <laughs> um, but you get back to the doors into the cathedral and Kieran's there and he's like, uh, I, put in, I said some extra things, but I tried to put in some good words. Um, hopefully it helped. That's why she's having another meeting with you. Thank you. Thank you. You mentioned you wanted a place to live, right? Stay for a bit. Want a place to clean up. This is part of it. Oh. Um. Yeah. Okay. Sorry, I just got my. You next... know, you nervous. I just got my next mission, and I'm nervous. Oh. Yes. What is it? What do you have to do? Unfortunately, I can't tell you. I'm really good at keeping secrets. Well, it's, I suppose it'll, if anything else, it's got to break up the monotony of just circling the barbed fields, right? I'm not going to. Oh, true, but I'm not going to the barbed fields. Right. That's what he's saying. Breaking up the, mono the monotony. Right. Congratulations. Uh, I think it's a promotion <laughs> of some sorts. Good um, for you. Thank you. Congratulations. Mm. It's a good luck I found you all. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> honestly, it was your good nature that let us trust you so much, so you should lean on that in the future. I think, at least for us, it made a big difference. Unfortunately, yeah, and unfortunately, if you were wearing Empire colors, things probably would have went differently. Tensions mm -hmm. are still high even during the peace. 
And I think the Queen senses that. Two beacons now in the span of months in Empire ground, even if they weren't stolen. Regardless, it's still putting well, her on I don't edge. think I don't think where we found this beacon is part of the Empire, if I'm being so forthright. It was within a place called Molasses Mere. <laughs> right? Mm. Well, it's, called? it's still interesting. She's still on edge. She doesn't trust... She doesn't trust the king. Oh, I mean, yeah. That makes sense. Most, no, but nobody yeah. should. Nobody should trust the king, and nobody should trust the sorcerers and casters that he has at his beck and call. Bertrand said the same thing. You talk to the king? No, no, no. His <laughs> what? No, the king's name is Bertrand. Yeah, Bertrand Duendel. Mm -mm. My Bertrand is a farmer who lives in Diestock. He's a gossip. Well, for the sakes of both our lands and Empire lands, I hope things can continue to go peacefully. Anyways, mm. best of luck with your further adventures best of luck with what you do next and he sees Talendra and I'm glad to see you standing I am as well and best of luck with your new adventure thank you Lindax says uh, Kieran you're a good man and uh, I thank you for what you've done for us thank you all for what you've done for us and if you want to drink sometime, I'm sure we'll find each other again. Okay. Yes? Uh -huh. I look forward to it. Oh, I thought you were going to say something. Um, <laughs> sorry. Uh, he, he opens the doors for you. Thank you. Thank you. Go inside. Okay. I. Oh, Enoch would have gathered up his gear too, by the way. Of course. Yeah, he of probably course. wouldn't have just left. I've just left it around. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I drove my oh, gear, all my all my gear like, was where just is it? out. Yeah, you find it. Um, <laughs> also, I imagine on the way I would have kind of done a little. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Clean myself up a bit. Yes. Um, and the priest obviously cleaned your body when before the ritual. Yeah, that's um, true. That's true. See you all get back into the chamber and the bright queen is like, ah, oh, it's good to see one of the noble dens back in full working order. I, uh, kneel and I, I say, thanks to you, my queen. Indeed. Kieran mentioned you all were looking, hoping for residents initially. He overheard you talking on your travels. Residents? Uh, I'm not sure what you're referring to. Uh, we were hoping to have a place to stay here in the city for some time, if that's what you mean. Well, I cannot offer a place in the city, but I can offer a place in one of the cities I control. A permanent residence, if you choose to take it. Oh, um... The beacon has proven that you can be trusted somewhat, but I need your full trust. 
Oh, what does what what do you mean? What does that entail? Like full trust. Well, I always award things a favor for a favor. Right. Originally, I was going to ask for you to do something quite difficult and dangerous, but your new friend, Kieran, has taken that up upon himself. So instead, get my notes here. Okay. The beacon paid for your friend's life, but this is something else. I need you three, four, rather, to head to the Deep River Mining Camp and seek out information as to why the mine went silent a few days ago. And if possible, find the new foreman, Talan Sular, of Den Sular. I'd send Aurora Watch soldiers, but... I need to keep them here in Rosana. Do this, and the home is yours. Um, so, could you repeat the name of the man we would be looking for? Talon Sular of Den Sular. They have taken over the Deep River Mines and the Ico's Rin ironworks after some unfortunate business with its old foreman. Um, my am I? I'm not the only one here, right? Everyone no. else is here. Yeah, the other ones are in here too. All right, I look over to them just to see how they're reacting to this. Uh, we will gladly do this for you. The deep um, river mines are only a, a day outside of Rosana, just inside the Vermalok. All right. I I believe we did want to speak to you about um, a friend of ours is in danger. A we friend. Were a yes. friend here. Um, we were hoping mentioned. to achieve some sort of protection, uh, perhaps um, something that we could trade for his safety, something of value, uh, perhaps um, any kind of lead on any sort of hidden treasure or anything of, of the sort. Um, we're trying to keep him safe as long as possible. And what would this protection entail? Well, just as I said, we could trade something. Yes, Gravel? Uh, it's more or less buying this guy off. Uh, he clearly wanted me to um, take this uh, beacon. Okay. He wanted to be respectful because he heard him call it Luxon or whatever, but he wasn't sure. Uh, and he wanted me to bring it to him for a price. Um, and seeing the well, value if, that it presented to if, my friends. Uh, if he is looking for something of equal value... He will find none. But I'm not sure if he knew what it was. He knew that it was valuable. And this is the person whose name you do not wish to share. 
it's not about wishing to share. It's about, I mean, if, for instance, we smooth things over, I imagine it'll just be that much easier if I didn't tell his name to a bunch people of people. People that look for the Luxon generally mm-hmm. know its true intent and purpose and what it does. People just be... don't go hunting for it without any knowledge of it prior. We so feel maybe he, he, been... maybe he doesn't have any knowledge with the people who sent him. If there are such people, have knowledge. People are not curious of these artifacts unless they know of their existence. And not many know of their existence. Yes, my queen. Although we don't know of anyone, we don't know who he is working for. We only know this one, this one man. Um, we're just trying to um, f- find a way to keep our, our friends safe. And we think he might be easily bought, this one mercenary. Or so- thief. I wouldn't be so sure. Good information. Um, would this home that we uh, would come into once we complete this task for you, would it? Would there be ways to safeguard it to ensure that it's safe? Of course. The city I will be setting you up in is quite safe, protected by all manner of beasts and people loyal to me. What city would this be? Asarius. I don't know what that is. Just looking at the map real quick. Asarius? Yes. Yep, Asarius. The city of beasts. Yeah, you and Tulaneri both know it's the city of beasts. Um, so is this mountain range sort of nearby, near Asarius? Is that where, um, the, 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 is that like sort of the border? Or like where, where That's is, essentially um... the border from the Empire into Jorhas, yeah. Okay. The Broken Veil Marsh is also part of that. But the Kryn Dynasty has a strong foothold in the Broken Veil Marsh that both you and, uh, Lindek would also know. Look at my friends. But unfortunately for the other favor you have, I have nothing to offer. There is nothing of equal value. And as I said, if they're looking for one of these specifically, they do know its traits. They would have lied that they have no knowledge of it. We appreciate you hearing our request regardless. And we will take this, um, this quest that you have for us Good. If you can find any sort of evidence as what as to what has happened, I would most like you to return here before heading to Asarius with that information. We rely on the ironworks quite a lot, and if this peace between us and the Empire falters, the ironwork needs to be in working order. We will do this for you. Good. May we leave you now? 
you are, and I assume you all would like somewhere to stay. You can use one of our private chambers here in the Lucid Bastion until you are in a good enough condition to set out. Feel free to use the city to your needs and requirements. Thank you. I just ask that you figure this out for us as soon as possible. We will do so. That is all. Thank you. And I sort of back up. Mm -hmm. Leave sort of as (laughs) respectfully as possible. Okay. The doors open. Devil will mimic with his stubby proportions. Mm-hmm. I was, or Enoch is just going to turn and lock. Okay. And as you all leave the chambers, Kieran is still out there. He's kind of talking to some other Aurora Watch soldiers. He turns around. Uh, how'd it go? Thought it went somewhat well, rather well. Yes. Did you get the house oh. that I tried to get for you? <laughs> we did, yes. Kind of. We have kind to earn of. it. <laughs> Well, yes, we have to... Favor for a favor, that's her kind of go-to thing. But we appreciate uh, the good word you put in. I mean, if you get her to trust you enough, I'm sure she might be a little more relaxed in the future of kind of things. Mm. Uh, Well, uh, where is she sending you, if I may ask? Uh, She's sending us to the mine. Deep river mines. Right, yeah, it's been silent for a few days. Kind of a little... So she said. We're kind of worried. Just in case, you know, things get a little hectic again. We don't have anywhere to make armor and weapons. Um, again? Just a question. Yeah. Um, and he's going to try and make sure that you're out of earshot of any other people. How, uh, how shrewd is this uh, queen? Like, if... Our mutual friend who is looking for these beacons happens to uh, bring one. Would she, um, she would probably uh, uh, sacrifice me as a payment for it, right? Like if my friend happened to bring one and was just like, hey, yeah, you can have this if uh, you turn over this 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 little gnome fella. Well, it depends. Does your friend come from the Empire? I don't know where he comes from. He's a bit of an odd duck. But you Do you don't. really think a thief would, once being offered anything he would wish, would ask specifically for you? Was this was probably this not specifically, riches? but. You guys for riches or a mansion like we've just been offered? I mean, I, I don't know that that will be his first. I don't know. Some people are strange with grudges. I suppose that's true. Hmm. I mean, if you do her favors, I'm sure she'll be much more lenient towards your side or be more on yeah. your side than again. All right. I don't really have much of a choice regardless, but I just figured I'd throw that out there. Question. The queen did mention, you mentioned someone wanting to, wanting something. Hmm. Oh, um, 
the, the man who was looking for the Luxon. Yeah. Is this the person yeah. you're talking about? Yes, yes. Yes, <laughs> yes this is the, oh, yes, the, the person uh, who gave us the mission to actually recover this. She's rather insightful. Um, if she smells something tricky happens, she'll probably just order their execution. Mm. Yeah, okay, that's fair. Well, uh... <laughs> you got, you put you, just you all stepped in something tricky, didn't you? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Instead of returning this to, uh, to the guy that gave us the contract, we took it back to you guys. Um, well, we appreciate that much more, I can assure you. One, of those, right. in, one of those in the wrong hands could sow chaos. You know what they do, right? I haven't a clue. Oh, Oh, okay. I mean, I know that I know that there's like some type of uh, like what it's like part of a god and it okay. like makes people okay. immortal. This what? might help you understand things and help you realize how important these things actually are that you just handed over. Uh, he looks at Lindak and Talundra. I assume you both know, obviously. Yeah, they told me about like consecution. Yes. Um, well, there's two things these things can do. They can give you just possibility, if that makes sense. And makes you just feel like you can accomplish anything, do anything with a low chance for failure. That's one of the things. The most important thing is if a follower of this beacon has undergone a ritual of consecution, which is a huge ritual that we do here in the Blue Sebastian, dies within 100 miles of one of these, their soul is scooped up by it and reincarnated in a new body of a random baby who has just been born within 100 miles of the beacon. Essentially, endless rebirth. Wow. So you could, it could be in the hands of someone who needs to be eliminated. And if they've found a way to consecute, you could kill them and then they'll just, they'll be reborn. They'll come back. Once they reach their adolescent years, those memories of the previous lives come swarming back and they will remember everything. Well, I can definitely say the first boon would probably be of interest to the person that uh, gave us the contract, but that other part, I don't know. Unless he's lying to us and he is working for someone, mm. not for the Empire, or doesn't seem to type. He told Gravel who he's working for, but I don't think Gravel told anybody. Oh, no, absolutely not. You can't even say that name out loud. There's like a gravel thinks there is most definitely a curse with, with saying <laughs> that name out loud. Okay, cool. And he's like, uh, so yeah, it's very important to us as a people. Uh, the Bright Queen herself, she's been around for thousands of years, just being reborn. Maybe with this promotion and everything, maybe I can be consecuted. Hmm. Anyways, 
uh, good look at the mines. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I'd tell right. you where my friends and I are going, but uh, mm. this task needs to be very hush-hush or it will not work. Understandable. Uh, have any have any just just for tips? Have any of you ever assassinated someone before? I mean, kind of. We did kind of a misdirection. Uh, we took out a hill giant. Uh, how did it make you feel? It was awesome. I mean, <laughs> oh. we like snuck up on him and like we all played a hand. Someone just about, I think it was Enoch, just about got squished, but, uh, or was it Lindak? I think it might have been Lindak. It was me. It was you? Yeah. yeah. Um, well, I, well, that takes some off, load off my chest. Uh, either way. Uh, just be very quiet. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we are wearing oh. all this armor, but we'll be fine. Um, you know what? Here. Um, Yeah. I would consider you a good friend. And he takes off the boots of elven kind. Okay. And presents them to him. Uh, what are these? And as he, like, you, you pull them off, they go from gnome, uh, gnome size to back to normal size. He's like, oh, magic boots. What do they do? Uh, he puts them back on and then jumps up and down. Yeah, no sound. <laughs> don't hear any sound. Oh, very useful. Yeah, thank uh, you. Like if you mentioned assassination, I mean, yeah, uh, the queen wanted to give you for uh, this job originally, but I thought it would be too dangerous. I kind of like you for well. Regardless, um, I think you're a good person and deserve the best of luck, and wishing someone luck is not always enough, so here. Thank you. And he slips them on over top of his armored boots. <laughs> I'll still give him advantage on yep. checks against well, the sound. Good luck with your task. You too. With yours. And he climbs atop his moor bounder. The other soldiers you recognize were the ones that were patrolling with him before. They clamber up and they head out through the gates of the Lucid Bastion. <sighs> How do we find this room that we're supposed to get? Oh, for? it's this way, sorry. And there's a chamberlain that comes out of the out of the out of the room. Oh, it's this way, everyone. Long, Thank flowing you. black robes, red kind of velvet trim on the robes. Like, oh, it's this way. Come, come, come. You've done us all a wonderful service. I would just like to say that. It was our pleasure. Do you have a name? Like a group name? We had a... That's much better than the group name of the last people who came through here and gave us a beacon. So... Sounds better. Thank you. Yeah. No, no, don't mention it. it, is, it feels Does like... he recognize that it's under common? He's speaking in common. Okay, but like, did, did it look like he understood what the Quatoriectum meant? Oh, of course. Okay. Um, 
Yeah. And he's just... Uh, I don't know how adventurers come up with their names. How do you come up with yours? Uh, just saying it and uh, saying something simple in a language that uh, not a lot of people know. Yeah. You don't see a lot of gnomes that know undercommon. <laughs> do you happen to be mm. from down below? If yeah. You yeah, if he still. I forgot. You're still, if he still, still wearing the disguise. Still yeah. has the, yeah. So he just kind of like rubs a little. You don't have to worry forehead. about that here. We're not as judgmental. <laughs> That's good to know. Whereabouts did you come from? Uh, Stone crop. He kind of gets a little solemn. Oh, uh, my condolences. Yeah, uh, I meant to ask the queen, but it never seemed like a good time. If. Uh... Anybody had heard of any other survivors? Uh, there were two that I know of. One fled Stonecrop a decade ago, so they were out there before anything happened. Yeah. A decade or more, actually, I don't remember. Hmm. Uh, the other uh, came to our doors looking for refuge, but they unfortunately died of injuries. Did they leave a name? Uh, unfortunately, they passed before a name was given. What'd they look like? He kind of gestures at you. Not like 100%, like big bulbous nose, uh, a big white-haired mohawk of sorts, a uh, big bushy mustache. Looked like a smelter, worked in the smithy. Does that ring a bell with them? Uh, not really. Okay. Hmm. Said it said the settlement had been overrun. Hmm. Yeah. It had. Uh yeah. He um, thought about sending or the Queen thought about sending uh soldiers there to see if there were any survivors and if possible, see if we could rope in some of your kind into the Kryn dynasty and offer them protection and sorts and still allow them to like rebuild their settlement, stay down there, offer it more protection. Um, Cause a foothold, I mean, a foothold in the underdark would be very valuable for our efforts. Well, I mean, that's a good thought. Um, it's just, yeah. It's not not a great. I wouldn't even know where to find it now. I mean, I, I, I have no. I had always spent my life down there, and after it was attacked, I woke up in the Empire. When washed up. When did you leave? Uh, I had, during the attack. That's strange. This. Hmm. There must have been another one then. What? Well, there must have been two. How long ago is the attack you're talking about? Uh, two weeks. Stonecrop still stood two weeks ago? That's what the gnome who ended up on our doorstep said. Uh... 
Uh, I can give you more information tomorrow. Yeah. I can... Yeah. I don't... I can send you to the person who spoke to the gnome if you'd like. That would be great. Thank um, you. One of the priests who works below the cathedral. Yes. Yes. Thank you so much. Of course. Anyways, here's your room. And he hands all four of you a key. Uh, so if you're ever back in Rosan, you have a place to stay. And Thank open. You. And um, food and drink will be sent up. So make yourselves comfortable. The chamberlain bows and opens the door. And inside you see, yeah, probably a nicer building. Like just a nicer the room is almost the size of a, like a single-story house, just as how many rooms it has. Uh, and it's far nicer than any building three of you have seen, even you, Lindak. Talindra, I mean, you are nobility in Rosana. You've Pretty seen, typical. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> and yeah, it's got like uh, these uh, dodecahedron-shaped chandeliers with candles on each point. Uh, pink quartz like walls uh, and then like purple quartz kind of furniture like chairs and benches um, and then yeah there's like six different rooms with black oak doors separating them and then on the wall there's just a mounted head of this massive insectoid creature you recognize it? Uh, yeah it's a real big um, phase spider Blue and white spider, native oh, to oh, the undersea. Oh, yeah, the mm -hmm. the teleporting spiders. Yeah, we, yeah, we we saw like a couple small ones mm -hmm. and a nest. This one's bigger on than anyone that you've ever seen. Its head takes up almost like a twelve inch or twelve foot portion of a wall, just <laughs> mounted. Jeez. Very nice. The head is 12 feet. That's huge. Feet. <laughs> and then there's like a fireplace with like, there's like purpley blue flames kind of coiling in the fireplace. There's like a pot, like a cauldron or a pot. Yeah, there's a kettle in the, uh, in the fireplace on a rack, just whistling, slowly starting to whistle. It's nice to be in a proper room for uh, once. Yeah, uh, he'll look. I need to bath, guys. Yeah, he was, he was just about <laughs> to look around for a wash basin or like. Um, a, so a, one of the other doors says um, "bath" on it, like in a little inscription. It says "bath," and then there's bedroom, kitchen, uh, lounge, and then bedroom, bedroom. Five uh, bedrooms. Who? Who's oh, we can have a guest. You're all. Well, I wasn't dead. Talindra got washed up by the priest, so she stinks. Oh, that's true. I did. Yeah, yeah but Lindax still covered in mud. So. Yeah, three of you. Are well, I mean, a lot of it is dried and falling off. Yeah, the, the Enoch, Lindak, and Gravel. It's like a one-three punch. It's like all equally as bad. Yeah. If yeah, the if the, deep if, in the if, mud. if this mounted spider head could cover its its mandible face. Yeah, it would. <laughs> uh, is there more than one? Uh, so you open up the bath, and it's a massive room just filled with lavender-colored and lavender-scented steam. And in the middle of the floor, 
is almost <clears throat> it's like half the size of an Olympic swimming pool in length. Or no, that's way too big. Uh, <laughs> it's about twenty feet long and about fifteen feet wide, and it looks like it's a good five feet deep. It's like a Roman bath. It's a like, big old like bathhouse yeah. bath, yeah. Wow. Right. And that's just gonna start taking off his. Yep. <laughs> Once he <laughs> smells that yeah, lavender, Linda, he just Linda starts stripping, stripping down. Armor. Okay. Stripping down and jumping. Well, you close your eyes. <laughs> you just see a bunch of dudes' asses. No, I'm like, I'll come back. As the three of you jump, as the three of you jump in, you like, you start to go. You're like, it's it's not like too warm or too cold. It's like the perfect kind of soothing temperature. It's like you jump in, you're immediately like, holy. If you could be exhausted, it'd be like instant exhaustion, not that you're going to drown or anything, but it's like instant soothe. The most soothed any of you have been since you've been traveling together for like 30-some-odd days that you've been traveling together. Most relaxed you've ever been since then. And as you like, you can see, there are there's no bars of soap. There's no soap in the water. There's no, like, scrubbies. It's just this just water with lavender kind of floating on top of it, lavender oils infused into the water. And as you dive in and you come up to the top surface, all of the dirt that was on you kind of just dissolves off and disappears. Be clean. And any of you have that have effects that are cured by greater restoration, those are gone. Except blindness. Yeah. So I mean, mine's permanent. <laughs> Eni's going to take time to like wash his bandages yeah because he can't see yeah so yeah you yeah. pull off the bandages he doesn't eyes, know how clean those he is. eyes look <laughs> it looks real bad in there yeah um he'll wash that off gravel hey gravel yeah. yeah uh do you have a dagger i sure do could you shave my head absolutely thank you slight a hand check you know, it's gonna dip his head under and like scrub right. it and lean back. Eleven. Eleven. Oh, Jesus. Out of the norm. You've never, you've, have you, has Gravel ever cut someone's hair with a dagger before? <laughs> uh nope. Cool. So it's rough. Uh he's like pulling on your hair a little bit, a little too rough. Like have you have you ever been to a barber and they, they're like one of those really rough barbers who don't give a shit? It's kinda like that. They just don't know how to like work you. There's like no like head massage or any of that. It's just pushing your head where it needs to go, and then the dagger just shears. And a couple times, Enoch, you feel the prick of the blade kind of hit you in the skin, and like a little trickle of blood goes down. Oh, jeez! It's just oh, and then uh, starts gravel starts to get the hang still. of it. Starts <laughs> to get the hang of it. Um, <laughs> mission accomplished, but. There's like some like at uneven cost. That's some like just like uneven yeah, cost. Of thing. I went to a barber once and they cut my fucking ear. So, um, Ow. yeah, it sucked. So yeah, there's like just some uneven like little like one piece like a piece kind of like dangling down here. <laughs> but he only nicked you the once by accident, so it cuts well, the strand thank off. You. Just. Oh, I should take that uh, beacon out of my equipment. I guess. Yes. Uh, well, um, I'm definitely not put 
clothes back on until they're washed. So I think we all need to. Yeah, did they? Are there hey, roaming here around or <laughs> grab some of his armor and just yeah. splash it into the water? Yeah. So whatever's on the armor doesn't dilute the water or make it dirty. As soon as the armor goes in, oh, shimmering clean. Uh, okay, I guess that that worked. Oh man, I was a little worried you were gonna ruin his <laughs> blood. Just... Yeah. <laughs> Oops. Um, the only thing he has not taken off is his amulet. That's still. Um, hangs. did one of you shout for Talinder to jump in the bath when he realizes? It's I'm still in the room having a nap. <laughs> I did. I was. It was okay. Oh, you're having a nap. Character. Okay. By the by the way, I um I I rolled some hit die while okay. I'm here. Cool. Yeah, those of you in the bath, if you need to, actually, you guys don't need to roll hit dice. You guys have had long rests. Um... Yeah. Is there a? Uh, he's gonna look around. Are there any like varying sizes of robes? Yeah. Robes are hanging there. They have gob. They have goblins in the Queen Dynasty, and goblins are roughly the same size as gnomes. So. Mm-hmm. Hey, hey, what 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 was the person's name that we have to go find to talk to Foreman? What? Uh, Ilan was, Solar. Yeah, Ilan Solar. So, I, I heard it written down in my journal here. Yeah, Ilan Solar. Yes. You guys want me to post the name? Sure. That's a good idea. Do, so you guys have heard of the Deep River Mine, right? I imagine you guys know something about it, like what kind of mine it is. You said They mentioned iron, but... Is that? And he's looking at. I guess. I guess <laughs> Talindra isn't there. I guess he's looking at Lindak. I even spelled it right. Yeah, Lindak. Lindak. What you, do you know? Lindak, you know it's a. Uh, in, it's an installation, a mining camp uh, that incorporates the Aikosvin Steelworks. It's about a day's travel from Rosanna on Moor Bounders. Oops, forgot to mention that point. So it's probably about two days for you guys. Um, the journey to it can be dangerous, possibly, because you have to pass through the ghost lands. Um, but it's a collection of roughly built wooden buildings, wooden fence, big old steelworks where, like, siege weaponry are made and stuff. So, yeah, it's iron. So there's steelworks there, too, like a refinery or whatever. Mm. Okay. Smelters right. and all that kind of stuff, yeah. Gotcha. All right. Well, uh, we'd better tell Tal about this bath. It's amazing. Alindra. Oh, How clear is the water? I'm getting the water. It's it's, it? it's 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 like a, it's not like. You can see everyone's dangly bits. It's, it, like it's, it's. I just left when they were changing and yeah. just the hot fell water, on the, like the, on the, the couch or something. The lavender color and the oil obscures anything under the surface. Okay. All right. I I uh, I come out. Okay. And I say, how how's the water? Clean. It'll yeah. clean you. Uh, okay. It's also it seems to be some type of medicinal Waxy. water. Oh. Not. Uh, don't look and i kind of ah. get a robe mm-hmm. and i i change like sort of behind the robe okay. and then kind of like you know sink myself into the water okay as oh your clothes you... in here too oh 
<laughs> oh, okay. I just keep on like a okay. whatever I have as under undergarments, and I yeah, totally take okay. The clothes in with me uh, as you dive in. Yeah, any dirt or there was no dirt and grime because the priest got it all, but you just feel extremely relaxed for the first time since you know you left Madame La Charmaine's. Um, and that negative four thing I told you about, that all goes away as soon as you enter the water. And any other effects that can get ended with greater restoration. So, like, petrification, just for shits and giggles. You could throw a petrified person in here if you could move them, and it would end their petrification. Stuff like that. Um, poisoned, obviously. Yeah. All right, good stuff. Basically, this water removes all conditions that isn't, you know, dead. I just sort of relax into it. I'm like, oh. Now, this hey, we, we should drink. We should drink. Oh, yes. Tundras. You should do that really fancy wine. This is the perfect yes. time for that. Don't, don't, do Enoch's, I have the Enoch's wine? bandage is still off, so you're just looking at empty eye sockets. Do I have the wine or do you? I forget. I feel like I gave you it to do. you. You You had it. Oh, this wine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. All right. Um, I don't see it in my, I don't see it in my, you should be, yeah, you, you would, he would have gave you the, the fancy line. Okay. Well, okay. I'm just going to, yeah, I, I'm going to look in my stuff, take it out. Yep. Are there like any kind of like champagne flutes or anything nearby? (laughs) No. I I know. Straight from the bottle, everybody. You've done it before. I'll go get some, go over to wherever, I don't know. Is there like a (laughs) kitchen area? Yeah. Yeah, okay. I get some glasses. Come okay. back. They're like really ornate. Like they look they look like they're made from crystal itself. Oh like crystal glasses for wine. Love it. <laughs> Very nice. I, I pour everyone Okay. Uh, a glass. You pour it? Say, oh, this wine must be really good. There's no like stank to it. None of that like alcoholic stank. Mm. It's very smooth. <laughs> and no burn to it. But it also doesn't taste like there's it doesn't taste like it's alcoholic it tastes like you're just drinking grape juice but something really important's missing hmm. uh this seems like it could be pretty dangerous i'm not tasting any of the alcohol this is delicious I was just thinking that. and it hits it back all the way yeah yeah there's no alcoholic burn but those of you who drank alcohol before there is always a distinct alcohol taste in anything you drink that has alcohol in it not there it just and then you kind of like you sit on it a little bit yeah there's something missing it's like it, it there's like a flatness to it that doesn't make sense i hate to say hey, it, can right? i have another glass <laughs> uh yeah yeah here the tap the, the bottle is here just pour yourself he grabs oh, it right, and just fine. takes it straight from the bottle <laughs> yeah nothing it just it just tastes like whatever it tasted like Toledo, you got gypped i was just thinking that yes uh, well, that's and then a he's going to go and rummage for his mead. Okay. Well, uh, nice Chamberlain did say he would bring us. He was going to yes, send yeah. out food and drink. Yeah, yeah, but that was our fancy wine. Oh, yeah. I did spend a lot of money I, on I know, that but it, it just you tastes did. like flat juice now. <laughs> and no you one spent, knows it was me. You spent so <laughs> much money on it and then purified. Oh, no one oh, knows that I oh. fucked it over. We just got gypped, y'all. Common gold. <laughs> um... So, you know, like you have the bottle of mead. Nice. Uh, I have two left. I have the regular mead Great. and the honey mead. So he's going to just crack those open. and okay. As much as you all drink. I'm still drinking the wine because yeah. I paid for it. Sure. 
But the feeling of drunkenness never comes. That's Perfect. fine. And you so think it would be the point we're in so a hot tub. <laughs> when you when you hit the point oh yeah. When you hit the point of getting drunk, it immediately just goes away. Because you can feel it the tingles coming in, like when you get the tingles in your head. And then just gone. It not just there. Not away. there whatsoever. So you start to get the good oh. feeling of a buzz and it just instantly goes away. It's amazing. <laughs> I wish. <laughs> Which means impossible um, to get alcohol poisoning. There you go. We got a this lot is maybe not the best place. To so if you like, to, so it's great if you love the taste of scotch, but you don't want to get drunk. You just. Uh, oh, great. Gravel's kind of uh, just sipping on that, but staring kind of off into space. Okay. During all of this. Um. Lindak, well, wants to ask Gravel, Gravel, what happened to your town? Like, Stonecrop, you called it? Yeah, yeah. Um, well, uh, before I... Before I ended up in the Empire, I actually lived in Stonecrop. I worked as a clerk for a judge, Feldsbar. I used him as the last name for Vinlaw. Uh, yeah, and I just made legal documents and, like, sorted out all of his folders and <laughs> it's a lot of... Uh, dumb work, but I learned uh, quite a bit about the laws and like how official documents look and things like that. Yeah. Uh, but to get more on the point, oozes just lots of different and malicious. It was like a tidal wave of ooze. Sounds disgusting. And dangerous. Yeah. It it was a terrible sight to behold. And it I thought the whole place was just like decimated after that. I didn't think anybody other than myself might have survived, but it seems like Either people survived or some other people moved in, moved back into the town after I escaped. But, yeah. Uh, so, I'm not, I'm not, uh, I'm not too keen on um, the m malicious puddles. No doubt. You All don't right. know how to return home. I, I do not. If I, I'd have to ask someone for directions to get to my own town. I couldn't tell you where on this uh, plane it was. I couldn't point in a direction where I thought it might be. I haven't a clue. What, what did you say it was called again? Stone Crop. Stone Crop. Do you I don't want to go? I heard of it. 
Do you want to go home? Uh, well, I don't imagine anything's left for me there, but I am curious about whether or not Feldspar is still kicking. Um, I was busy most of my life. Didn't really take too much time to make friends. I was always a bit of a loner, but I mean... It felt good to be useful. Well, you're so useful. Nice. You're really good uh, at making locks, too. I, I should know I bought one from you. You sure did, and boy, I wish we would have used it at some point. <laughs> um. Yeah. I wonder how Chaucer's doing. Yeah. He may have found a new home. Unfortunately. <laughs> Gravel just looks to the sky. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, but, yeah, I. it would be interesting to find the place again. Um, but it's not a... It's not a priority. Mostly just curiosity now. Um, well, we could yeah. ask around and try to find some information about it at least. Maybe yeah. someday we can go. Just like we want to go see Enoch's people too. Yeah, it, I can see. That would be real weird. I imagine it's changed a lot. Or not changed at all. I mean, I did say it was recently attacked mm -hmm. again. That's strange. How long ago has it been for you? Do you know? Justin, I think it was like two years. Mm -hmm. Two to three years? Yeah. Yeah, about two to three years. And you woke up in Hupperduke? Uh Near there, yeah. Along the river. When I was escaping Stonecrop, I fell into an underground spring lost consciousness oh so you got carried by the river hmm. well we are sort of in the area I figure we might as well try to find out as much information and get you some peace if we can yeah I mean we're out going to a mine who knows how deep they've gone maybe they've heard of some heard of it nearby who knows i mean we'll find out do you think we're we're likely to find um any of your kind in the, in the mine do they they live in in, in the underdark ah uh, i mean that's that's where i grew up i guess i mean that was the only thing i knew was this one town didn't really travel outside right. of that the the only uh the only experience i had was uh you know certifying documents from other places uh, that I'd never seen before. So some, like, these towns all sound familiar, but, I mean, we had traders, so. Right. Merchants. Well, it's something to consider when we're going forward. Yeah. Try to find information about that. You feeling good? Uh... Feeling better than I was before, that's for sure. 
I think the water's helping. So I needed uh, I needed some decompression time for sure after mm -hmm. a long adventure. Not used to it, <laughs> but this is nice. Enoch, you need some help with your sockets there. My blood. No. Um. They were. They scooped. They were. Guys? Did they? Did they take the eyelids? Oh yeah, they took everything. Oh, they took the eyelids as well. Like holes. they scooped the eyelids. It just, it's out. just holes, yeah. And they were super oh, infected when Enoch. It, they were super infected when Enoch jumped into the water, but as soon as he did, they were just like empty eye sockets. The. Ew. Um. Speaking of that, though, um, I want. While we have time here, uh, I would like to, uh, for all your help, mostly Lindak and Gravel, but Talindra, if you're good with the blade as well, I want to practice, and I think I need to practice against others of varying capabilities and sizes. All right. Not everything is Lindak. Lindak are my size, so I need to. I'm trying to see, make the most of this. I didn't want to address it with the bright green because hmm. I don't think it's something that needs to be addressed. Well, um, perhaps we can. I mean, they wanted us to go to Deep River Mine soon, but maybe we can take a couple days and focus on some training for you. Maybe get like a. Uh, some code words during combat to kind of maybe guide your strikes. Code words like left, right, up, down. All right. Maybe we'll Talindra, you, you maybe we could use the excuse of your uh, rebirth to some time. play into us taking some time maybe not a a long time but a few days yeah yeah i don't I, think they, they would oppose yeah i think maybe that. a couple days would be fine right we could also find information i'm sure if, if we if we, they were suspicious we could you know i don't think they would be opposed to us preparing we need to talk to is the foreman here or was the foreman in the no he's in the mine yeah, was there a person here that we him. could talk to? Mm -mm. Oh. Okay. Um, right. All right. All right. I imagine we're probably going to come in contact with some... Well, let's hope not any more of those things. And he looks kind of at... He doesn't look at... Talindra, but his eyes kind of shift in her direction. That would be uh, undesirable, especially without, you know, the extra that we had. Yes. If one of those come again, I'm tying a rope around your waist, Talindra. <laughs> or you tie one around your waist and throw it. You in know, my and hand. at this point, maybe I should just have my have something tied around my waist at all times because it seems to be an ongoing concern. <laughs> Uh, but you know what? Um, oh. 
I'm here still, so it's it's all right, I suppose. But um... we can get a uh, get some type of uh, uh, arcane dealer to make actually... some type of item, some type of nifty belt that might help. Oh, I suppose we could do that. Although I have recently, ironically, I have recently learned a way of uh, breaking my own fall. Uh, it's just that I have to be conscious. <laughs> ah, yes, that's it. <laughs> but uh, oh well, you know, don't dwell on the past, I suppose. Especially not that. No. Um, All right. <laughs> speaking on uh, dwelling of the past, uh, we did receive an invitation today to my parents. Right. Do we want to go to that? I thought you were. I feel that I owe it to them having gone through this experience. They did seem somewhat contrite. They did seem like they were involved in my resurrection to some degree. Do you think they might try to coerce you somehow? Do you need some backup? Well, I wouldn't mind the moral support. Um, I don't think that there's anything they could really do that would force me. They know I'm not staying. And, and they all they can do is try to convince me and try to shame me, which they might try to do. But they can't force me. They're not going to, you know, tie me up or anything. You know, if I want to leave, I'm as much as they like to think I'm not, I am an adult and I can decide to leave. Mm. It's just that they do... Uh, sort of intimidate me a little bit sometimes, but- um, You would like us to be there for moral support for you. I would appreciate it. Yeah, we'll be right behind you. Right there with you. Uh, Yes. I'm so glad you are back. I'm glad to be back. And and I don't know that I really gave you the proper thanks that I should have, but I really do appreciate it. I, I, not just the resurrection, but, all the support that you know you've all saved my life many times and i'm just same um, same i'm just very i'm very glad to have found uh people who have you know made this relatively easy well finding us was in part to your demise twice but well, I, other than that, <laughs> we'll forget about that for, for the time being. I'm trying to erase that from my memory. Right. You know, when I left Jorhas a, a few months ago, I, I did not expect to meet friends like you, all of you. It's, uh, it's actually an honor to know all of you. And he just kind of looks down. You sure there's no alcohol in this? Yeah. No <laughs> then that kind of smirks a bit. You know what I think this moment calls for? A song. <laughs> I, I go and get my Not one of the ones you played before. Any requests? Place. Not one you played from this place before. Something about No, it. no, something cheerful. 
Yes. I play a, a sort of some sort of like goblin folk tune that's very like oh. okay. uppity and, and like okay. yeah. Sure. With like a slight uh like dance macabre feel to it, I imagine. Yeah, like sort of yeah. A little bit dark, but like up. up, up yeah, maybe. I imagine it's like what you would hear a, a halfling song, except it would have probably a little bit more shrill and a little bit more mm-hmm. uh yeah. yeah. Enoch. As the song is playing and your friends are enthralled by the song, laughing, drinking, there is somebody standing in the mist directly, like the mist, the steam, standing directly in front of you. You can only make out one thing. I could see them? You can. Silver skin and a clean white bandage around the eyes. Cool. We don't see this. You do not. He reaches his hand for his mm-hmm. amulet. And this figure reaches their hands out and grabs the side of your head. And your eyes, well, they don't close, but you just kind of stand there. And as it happens, you, you feel cold air on your skin. And when you open your eyes, you can see that you are standing on the top of the Sirios Mountains, your people's village is not too far away. And standing before you in the snow is this silver-skinned Solar, who wears a clean white bandage around her eyes. Her body is just filthy with scars, covered everywhere. And one of her wings is blackened and burned. And she says, You have sacrificed something. Why? For people that I've grown quite fond of. I don't have any other reason besides. I thought I was doing something to benefit them and not just myself. That's good. I have a test for you. And the of wind course. kind of picks up and it gets much colder. And she kind of steps back with her arms out wide. And in the snow, she picks just up a mound of snow and the mound of snow forms into uh, bu- 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 one second do, 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 do. you see this she forms starts to form the snow into a humanoid shape about a little taller than you um, pale skin not covered in tattoos like most Goliath but an intricate design of scars. The left eye is pale and cloudy, and the right eye is a slight gray color. He's missing his left ear, and the left side of his face is covered heavily in scars as well, almost as if he was burned or mauled by some beast. Heavy furs, and wielding this massive morning star, like two-handed morning star, 
made out of solid, jagged ice. And she says, this is your test. And she fades into the mist, and the figure takes a step towards you and goes, Enoch. And you would recognize the voice of your herd's leader that you've never seen. But he would speak in the minds of your people, and they would go join him in his halls, where they would become legends and fight at his side. A thing most of your kind do. And he says, Enoch, where are you? Are you strong enough? <laughs> and he draws the Morning Star into the snow, and as he puts the Morning Star into the snow, the snow actually f flies up and swirls around the Morning Star. And uh, you hear Zalakas' voice one last time say, This is your test. And she snaps her fingers, and your eyesight goes black again. <laughs> okay, he's gonna go for his shield and his, his mm -hmm. morning star. Or, yeah, he's gonna go for his okay. shield and his morning star. Okay. His figure... <laughs> You guys don't notice anything's happening. Sorry, I thought he w he went blind again. I nope. thought it was over. Nope. My bad. Um, this figure... <laughs> as soon as they get within like 10 feet or so, mm -hmm. your sense is just... <laughs> like, like, multiply. You can hear everything that's going on around you. You can sense his movements. It's not like before where you were like trying to judge where things were. You were like... It's like you can see, but not with your eyes. And he goes to swing the Morning Star. With just a single dice roll. Oh. For a 16 to hit. Uh. So it misses, but Enoch is going to take a reaction to brace... Okay. And once he reaches into his range, um, he's going to expend a superiority die to make a reaction attack at him. Go for it. Uh, As that big morning star hits your shield, though, you can just feel ice shards just scattering across the shield, and actually like breaking through the shield itself, just to like trying to stab you, but you dodge all that shit. All dodge all, dodge it all. Okay, and I could use okay. Uh, shit, shit, shit. Okay, to hit. Uh, that's a natural 21. It's a 21, so 15 plus 6. 21. Hits. As you slam him in the stomach, and it hits him in the chest, and he does a, a grunt of effort. And okay. says, mm, even without your eyes, you can see. So that is 13 points of damage. Okay. You hit him. Damage. And... Your eyes, they don't come back, but that persistent light you can hear is happening. Okay. Like, you can hear the snow, like, falling into the snow. You can hear animals moving around in the snow, and you can sense where they are without having to, like, look around and try to figure things out. And you sense another familiar presence of Zalakas as she puts her hands on your shoulders and says, that part of the test is complete. 
The second is to reclaim your home from the tyrant that has taken it. And she, you feel this warming sensation um, where you have your bandage. And as you wake up in the bathhouse, that's where we're going to end the session for the week. And I will send you privately what just happened. Exciting. <laughs> oh, shit. Fuck. Right, we going home. <clears throat> Depends on what happens at the mine, I guess. <laughs> no. It died. Yeah. Oh, man. Do we have another favor? <laughs> we need one more favor. <laughs> Our friend has a really important mission and he just died, so... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Brutal. Man, oh, man. That uh, that last scene right there, it reminded me of one of my favorite episodes from Samurai Jack where uh, there's a bunch of... So he's explain it he's in this forest and he reaches a clearing and in that clearing is a tower and as he steps into the clearing arrows come from the tower and like shoot right where his foot was mm. and he looks back at the tower and like it's archers and like he tries to get past them but they always like are one step ahead and he gets close enough to see that they're blind. Oh, that's so cool. And he ends up having to retreat. And then he spends, like, a few days, like, with his eyes closed, trying to, like, attune to the hearing of, like, the his like stuff a lot around him. And this episode barely uses any lines of dialogue. It's all visual. Like how how it shows him hearing things, it's very cool. I I'll see if I can send you guys a link, but that it's it's one of my favorite episodes of Samurai Jack, and is it it was almost exactly what you, you know your character yeah. was going through. Yeah. Um, but speaking of that, thanks for watching, everybody. We'll be back here in twenty minutes for Beneath the Tide. So, au revoir. <laughs>